Back on the Thunder Home podcast, the Silver Fox, Kelly Rempel here talking with Tristan Burquist. Um, special teams demon, defensive halfback. Uh, first of all, before we get into your performance on Sunday afternoon, congratulations on finishing second and getting to host a home playoff game against the Edmonton Huskies on Sunday. Are, are you sick of these guys yet, or are you, are you just warming up? I think we're just warming up. You know, I think we got a lot more to give them, and we're really looking forward to playing this weekend again. So, Well, you were a special teams demon on Sunday. I called that game on access, and I just was we, – we probably brought it up probably four or five times where you were just flying down the field making those special teams like a tackling machine out there and then there was one of the big returns that you that you had and you your block was the one that sprung I think it might have been Justin Rieger but I can't remember am I right on that yeah yeah no I yeah I was one of the guys that helped Alan blocking for that punt return so yeah it was good to see him break free and get downfield really good so but I love those special teams guys I always used to coach that when I coached my son in RMF I wanted to be the guy that coached the special teams to me it's a very underrated part of football um if you if you don't have good special teams the amount of field position that you give up in a game it can be the difference between a win and a loss let's be honest and you strike me as a guy <laughs> the way you play you just love flying up and down the field knocking people over and having a good time yeah absolutely i love getting downfield getting the guys faces they don't like it too much but i i just love it so <laughs> Well, you can tell by the way you play. Is that something that, um, so, you know, um, you're, you're a defensive back, right? Um, pretty good group of guys. I think, you, but judging by the depth chart, like you're sort of like the next man up to go in. But do you ever, do you ever um, feel that being able to play on special teams and being so good at it, that even though you're not a quote-unquote starter, you still have such an important role on the team. Like it's like let's let's face it. You made more tackles on Sunday than two or three of the guys that actually play on defense. So it's just as important. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like we like we say all the time here. You know, obviously there's offense and defense, but you know, special teams is really that that glue. So, and you know, I take real pride in special teams. You know, I'm on four special teams. So. And I really, you know, take pride, get downfield, pump the guys up, and everyone loves it when special teams is doing good. So that's all I can be happy with. And it takes a certain type of guy to do it because not everybody wants to do that job because it's hard. Like, you you have to have a certain crazy sort of like almost like a kamikaze pilot type of mindset to fly down there and knock guys and have the collisions at that speed. So good on you, Tristan. Um, I imagine that uh, I talked with Litz a few minutes ago and he said that uh, you guys definitely did not want to get on that bus and have to drive all the way to Edmonton. You're more than happy that the game is being played here uh, in Regina on Sunday. But I got to think too, when you hand a team a 33 to 10 loss, and I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want somebody to listen to this podcast and give them bullet and board material. But I mean, let's be perfectly honest. You did control that game pretty much right from the very beginning, and and uh, there's no doubt who the better team was. Do you think that was kind of important to not only send them back to, to Edmonton and then make them drive all the way back, but put a bit of an exclamation mark on the game and make them think about like how difficult that it's actually going to be for them and the physical price that they're going to have to be willing to pay in order to come out of here with a win on Sunday? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think we uh, really set a set a physical tone you know we were 
really punishing them all around the board, offense, defense. And, you know, it, it makes them hard to come back after a long bus trip. And, you know, we'll see kind of makes guys quit. So um, we'll like to like to see it happen again this uh, this weekend. And, you know, maybe they'll quit again. But, you know, we, we, they're a good team and they'll they'll come out firing too. So. I think you're right, and I think they probably, in some ways, they're probably a little, I don't know, embarrassed is the word, but they've got something to prove, too, because nobody wants to lose 33-10. to 10. Um, And, you know, there is a tendency sometimes in sports, like they call it like a sleeper game, you know, where it's a 10, you know, we may be already looking ahead to the big game, which you would think as a fan anyway, or media, you would think, okay, so it's going to be the, the showdown everybody expected at the very beginning between Saskatoon and Regina. But I know that there's no way that your coaching staff led by your head coach Scott McCauley is going to let that happen. Like there's no way that you're going to you're thinking ahead. I can already tell just by my conversations around here. You're focused on this one. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. One week at a time. We're not thinking about next week. We we have to, still have to get past this week. So, yeah, all all eyes, all focus is all on Edmonton this week and nothing else. How does a, um, um, I, I wanted to talk to you today, it's it's not very often that guys uh, from special teams <laughs> kind of, you know, uh, people don't generally line up to talk to the guy that makes tackles on special teams. Why, I don't know, because it's an important job, but that's why I wanted to bring you here today. But I am interested to know, as a defensive back um, that, that's in a secondary role, I mean, obviously next year will probably be a different story, but for now, you're, you're, you're taking on that role. How do you prepare differently than you did back in the day when you were starting? Like psychologically, are you thinking more about special teams because you know that you're going to be on the field a lot doing that? Um, is it hard sometimes to juggle both? Like what's your mindset as a role player coming into a game being a mainly a special teams guy? Um, yeah, you know, obviously, yeah, my focus is big time on special teams, but I'm also super intoned on what's happening on the defensive end of the ball. And that always comes first before special teams in my eyes. And, you know, like when, uh, Wagner went down a little bit earlier in that game against Edmonton, I was on the field before coaches could even say a word. So like, you know, I, I'm a hundred percent focused and ready to go in at all times. And, Pre game, you know, same thing. I'm just, I know what to do on defense as much as I do on special teams. So always focused and ready to go. Well, and to your credit, uh, you know, Matt Rumpel has told me, he said the, the great thing about, the great thing about this group is that he's not really too worried if they're, if, you know, if somebody does get hurt because guys like yourself would come out onto the field and they, they wouldn't really lose anything. Whereas sometimes that's not the case. If, if somebody goes down, the next man up isn't even close to the same level of player. And so you're thinking, oh, don't throw him the ball, don't throw him the ball. don't." Th-. But in your guys' case, um, it is what it is. That's fine. We'll put Tristan out on the field. He'll do just as good a job, so it didn't matter to me. Uh, that's got to feel great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have that confidence from all myself and, and the coach's confidence as well is – greatly appreciate it and you know I, I will do my job when I go out there and I think they know that too so you're from Winyard you graduated from Winyard Composite High School so as we kind of wrap things up here I was just kind of wondering like what was it like growing up in a small town did you play did you play some nine-man football there um do, like what did you play football at Winyard 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, I played six man football. Six man, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah, I played a bunch of sports. You know, once a uh, small town, once they see one athlete, they try and get you on every sports <laughs> team they can. So or there's no team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so what else did you play? I was uh, cross country, track, basketball, badminton, football, obviously, baseball, just a little bit of everything. Did you play in baseball? What was your position? I was a pitcher and center fielder. I, you know, I, I was gonna say, you're, but I'm gonna say you're either a pitcher, a shortstop, or a center fielder. That would, that's what I was gonna guess. Um, how did you end up on the Regina Thunder? How did that? How how sort of explain the process and how that happened and when you found out like, hey, this is I think where I want to end up. Well, actually, uh, a great player from Winyard, uh, Ryland Sokol. He played with me for a couple of years in Winyard and. Uh, so they knew about me a little bit, and yeah, Brett Strong came out to watch me play in the provincial final, and he liked what he saw, and he said, come out and try for the team, and I came out and, yeah, made the team, and it's all been great from there. Well, Tristan, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate you coming down a little early and meeting with me, and we'll get you on the Thunderdome podcast, and it was a pleasure, and good luck uh, the rest of the way, and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys play a few more yet. Awesome, thank you very much.